1: El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions, but now I don't really do any of that shit, I just do this show joining me today she is one third of the trio that hosts the haha podcast which you can check out every single monday right here on the unpops network she's also got a great podcast of her own called 12 questions you should check that out too ladies and gentlemen anna valenzuela also joining me she is also one-third of the trio that hosts the Haha podcast on the Unpops Network. She also hosts another Unpops podcast called You Do What? Ladies and gentlemen, we're so happy to have them both here, Cindy Ravina. It's going to be a great show. Everybody, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. Yes, how is it going? That is the show that we are doing. We are having a very good go of things. It's going very smooth. <laughs> this is definitely not the second time we've started this podcast. No,
0: definitely yeah. not. No, we are. exactly.
1: We're doing great
2: today. If it's
0: smooth like butter.
1: Just like
2: butter.
0: Just like butter. I
1: apologize
2: that we did fifty-nine minutes of the other podcast, and contractually, I get to say that we have to start from scratch on this on the second try.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, it was I mean, a really good podcast, but it was great. But yeah. I'm sure we have another good hour in us. Yes, yeah, it'll mm-hmm. be fine. Anna Valenzuela, and Cindy Aravina.
0: Hey, Hi. we're here. You're both here. We're both here. Uh, we're both uh, brujas on uh, the Unpops Network. Yeah. Yeah, we do that brouhaha podcast. That
1: podcast just launched. Uh, by the time this goes up, it will have been last week. So mm-hmm. there'll be three episodes people can go listen yeah, to. Three.
0: Yeah, three. We launched with a double three. episode. We were coming in hot and heavy. We are like, yeah. you better. On some
1: Guns and Roses shit. Two <laughs> albums in one day.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're doing it like a Chappelle special. That's right? what we're doing. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah, getting it. But... The new Chappelle special of podcasts. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's actually really cool. It's a podcast. Um, it was kind of born from the uh, we'd kind of talked about it. Somebody had sort of implied it. We'd we'd all hang out at open mics and uh, be our sassy selves. You know, you can't you can't get three of us in a room together and not have it get a little bit sassy, a little bit fun. And uh, I I was looking on my Facebook or it was probably an Instagram one day and I saw a podcast with. Just lovely ladies and i said oh great another podcast was just three white chicks talking about white chick problems <laughs> and i was like whoa you need to check yourself yeah. and um i was taught in 12-step programs all you need to do is start another meeting is resentment in a coffee pot so i immediately sat down and uh messaged the ladies and uh, Bruhaha was born it nice. was like yeah. you know what Let's have something for us. If that's the way you feel deep down inside, girl, don't don't bitch about it. Fucking make a solution. So, right? It just works. We all have curly hair. Yeah. We all wear yeah. earrings. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know
1: any of that story. I just, Vanessa approached me about it, and I was like, yeah, whatever, go for yeah, it. Vanessa's, yeah, Vanessa's,
0: uh, and it, I couldn't think of, everybody, it was just such a, by the, by the end of the day, it was such a collaborative effort. I think we have, what, 50 topics for oh, a podcast yeah. by the end of the day. Like Cindy, a whole year's worth. We had a whole year's worth. Uh, Cindy created, like, a full Google Docs. Like, it just came together so quickly. It was just, like, the idea was so meant to be, we just went for it. Wow. It was like Bruja magic. That's what it was. Mm-hmm.
1: That mm-hmm. is magic. Mm-hmm. 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 And, Cindy, you host another podcast on the network also.
3: I sure do. Uh, excuse me. The name Come of my, on! <laughs> hey! I know. Second take. Um, <laughs> the name of my podcast is You Do What? It's uh, newly on the, the Unpops Network, but I have a lot of back episodes, so you got to catch up. Yep. Um, I interview comedians about their traditions and rituals. Anna's been on it. Yeah. Adam just did it. Vanessa's been on it. I yeah. can't
0: wait to listen to the Adam episode.
3: It's good. We talked about be
1: If you want to hear me get really emotional talking about Oksana Bayoul. At the '94 Olympics, it was
0: beautiful. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching that
1: because that it was, that was that, I was
0: raised in the middle of nowhere, so like she deserves a on. movie too. Yeah, that was the
1: other really interesting story that year.
0: Yeah, you do you ice skate? No,
1: <laughs> no, I don't even think <laughs> I can. Can we have Many an people... un- Can
0: we have an <laughs> unpops ice skating day where we all go ice skating? Be so it cute. Is one that,
1: Dina.
2: <laughs> Many people hear Adam's voice and. They don't know what he looks like, and they think, "Oh, that's definitely the voice of an ice skater." Yeah, yeah. He does not. He does he, not have. He's the body about a hundred.
0: He has sk- one hundred and ten pounds. Very lean. 6'3", thirty nine. I, I saw him. I saw him doing just a full splits just when we walked in here. Yeah. Uh, I do him to
1: get ready. Yeah. For the podcast, he
0: often he often plies and relevés to do all sorts of yeah, things. Yeah. 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 I so mean, yeah. we
1: could do a, a figure skating thing if everyone like. I would just kind of want to <laughs> watch. But if everyone wants to, like, try and hit some triple axles and things...
3: (laughs) That'd be fun. I just want to wear the outfit. Yeah. Fuck the skating. The
1: outfits are great. That's also why I don't want to do it. I don't want to wear that outfit. You don't want to
0: wear wear the outfit? No,
3: I'm
1: not in male figure skater outfit shape.
0: Male figure skating is... That's that's a whole other beast too. Yeah, like,
1: it's not as fun for one thing.
0: I like that the figure skating now when they rep- like the the commentators are, there's usually like one extra like ex figure skater and it's always some guy in like a blouse, yeah, like with like one earring, like he looks like a <laughs> Venture Brothers character, like yeah. it's the most funny and he's just like talking so seriously and nobody's like, bro, you look like a big gay parade fellow like yeah, you look yeah. like West Hollywood right now. You're adorable. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm not, I, I just don't like it as much. <laughs> Anna, you host another podcast. I it's d- not on the Unpops Network, right? Yeah, it's Hit not. It, oh. You know, the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. Teet it up perfectly. Push-ups. When all I want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. And that's why we call the segment This Week and Me. It's about to get really intense. Everyone can attest I play this on the guitar myself every single week. He's
0: doing it right now while doing the splits on ice slide. I
1: slide a guitar out of my sleeve like Ron Burgundy and Anchorman playing the jazz flute. And it's pretty great fade it out, Brett. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. You can tell us about your
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, oh, I love that. Uh, uh, it's called 12 Questions, and uh, myself and a co-host, Alex Wong, we ask people uh, 12 questions from a recovery perspective, and usually what it uncovers is a lot of crazy stories about, like, robbing somebody's sister or jumping off a roof or... S- Blacking out in in America and waking up in Asia, like wow. it's, it's like a lot of fun stories. And then so, so you just kind of figure out the way people's brains work, and it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Cindy did it, and uh, what we discovered is Cindy is not an addict or an alcoholic in any way possible. Oh. Which is great. Uh, you know, trust her with your secrets and your keys. Uh, <laughs> but, I, and it was kind of cool to kind of like sit down and be like, wow, our brains work a little differently sometimes, yeah. but I love it. Nice. That's a good time. Good way to get I'm to know each other. addicted to
3: anxiety and being a control freak. That's- <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, well, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that, I think that's the the one thing is uh I was once told everybody could benefit from the 12 steps. Like if there's yeah. if there's a moment where um where if they could just come like come up with a fucked up people's anonymous, like that would that would solve a lot of problems.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't yeah. be a bad idea. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'd love to do it. Do it sometime. Ooh, would you like? Yes. Yeah.
0: Come I day. Sam.
1: Mm, I drink a lot, though.
0: That's
3: it's,
1: perfect. Smoke yeah, I a think lot. You're smoke a lot of weed. I think I'm the target demo. demo, probably.
0: I've had a couple of times where I've interviewed people, and we haven't been able to release it because immediately afterwards, they have some sort of terrible rock bottom oh. with whatever condition oh, they think good. they didn't have. So I don't know if you want to come on, but we'll you're want. welcome to. Now I really want to.
2: What about your podcast makes people want to? It's like to a haunted house bottom. of emotions.
0: Uh, well, could you ask a lot of... Like, one of the questions we ask is, um, how do you experience surrender? Right. That's like the first question that we ask. What? Yeah. How do you you experience fear and anxiety? So you get you get deep. You get into all all those little onion layers. You get in there. Mm. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> I know. It sounds like a real bummer. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. We laugh a lot. I'm and sure it is really. Tell a lot of stories. Awesome. Yeah.
2: And no, because you get like, yeah, exactly. Like, like you said, you get into a deeper level of people that they might yeah. not share on your typical Yuckem Ups podcast.
0: It, and exactly. And the, the, the one of the things about it that was important to me is I've been clean for I've been clean for 15 years. Wow. So I've nice. spent my entire adult life. Not partying, not doing anything. So I wanted to ask people questions from how I view the world and see how their brains work because it's been, I've been out of the game for a minute.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That's really interesting.
0: Yeah, it's fun. Maybe we will happen. Yeah, please. Network. Yeah, I'll send you one. We should all her. interview you. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, it's away. a good time. It's about an hour. <laughs> it's about an hour fifteen, hour and a half. It's nice. a little bit longish. I can
1: talk for that long. Okay. I do okay. it all the time.
0: Yeah, we ask you questions, so it's good.
1: Brett, you smell like a skunk's asshole. You do. I certainly do. Because your dog got
2: skunked. But poor little baby got skunked. Poor what type tonight. of dog? A pity. Oh, oh. Yeah, uh, I went uh, took her for her, you know, uh, around eleven p.m. final final whiz of the night mm-hmm. uh, in the backyard. She's out at the back fence. I am about halfway between her and the house, and I hear a sound of rustling behind me. I as in between me and the house, and I know the dog's in front of me, and I go, oh no! And I turn around, and there is a skunk just hanging out in the yard. And now I have to control my somehow calm down my dog who, once the dog notices it, is going to make a beeline for the skunk and try to chomp it in half. And I tried to be like, come on, baby. You know, like, let's focus, listen to me, stay. But once she saw the skunk... It was on. It was over. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my house smells like a skunk's asshole. My All my clothes smell like a skunk's asshole. I smell like a skunk's asshole.
0: Did, did you wash the dog?
2: Nah, yeah, you have to do um, a, a solution of hydrogen peroxide, baking soda, and dish soap, but uh, because it's hydrogen peroxide, you have to be careful with it, because it's a little, a little bit acidic, And uh, but she got sprayed in the in the face, so you can't really like clean out her eyes or nose or Aww. anything with that. So she's been getting a little bit better. She was very sorry for herself that night. Um, I was... I went to a CVS around midnight and bought every fucking candle and f- bottle of Febreze <laughs> and Blade. And uh, that's how my weekend was. And every time I go back to my house after being outside of it for a few hours, I'm reintroduced to the smell of skunk.
0: Have you tried Nature's Miracle? No. That's I've a heard of it. a cleaning product. It's called product. fire. Yeah. Burn your down. I burned my dog. <laughs>
2: I, I ate her power.
0: I, I once uh <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> we did see you chasing skunks on the way in. Yeah. So it was, <laughs> uh I control myself. I once lived in an apartment in uh in Orange County and some a skunk sprayed somehow inside of our house with an open window. The now,
2: yeah. The the worst thing about a skunk Gross. is everyone. Yeah, I like... called
0: in sick that day. I was like, <laughs> fuck this. I'm not going to work. <laughs>
2: I would have gone to work because I'm like I can't deal with this smell. I literally had to sleep with a bandana around my
1: face. Oh, oh, like gangster. It was, it's cool that you just had bandanas around the house. Love. Are you love, in a gang?
0: What's going on? Love bandana. He does in fact lean like a cholo. Fun fact. <laughs> good point. <yeah. laughs> Fun
1: fact. in your
2: your welcome packet for Bonnaroo each year Send you a bandana. Aww. Are you going to Bonnaroo this year? I'm thinking about it. Mm, of, good, of course you are. Good electronic lineup this year. Late night is going to be good. Who's on Bonnaroo. the lineup? Just in general, mm-hmm. uh, Eminem, The Killers, Muse. Not like crazy about mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to see Muse. Um,
3: Muse here puts on a great show. Oh,
2: for sure. What's the
3: electronic lineup? Is it like?
2: Bass Nectar. Oh, shit. Glitch Mob. All the hot ones. I have no idea. You know Base Nectar. Yeah,
0: you know Base Nectar. Listen. Look, I know Base you Nectar. Host the Sober, you base nectar? host the Sober
2: Podcast,
0: <laughs> and I
2: go to Bonnaroo. Hell yeah. So
0: I went to Coachella in 2008. <laughs> no, that was a good year. Yeah, it was a good yeah. year. I saw Kraftwerk. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> So. so I'm
2: just letting you know where I'm at in my life.
0: You're killing it. Exactly. Yeah. I felt
1: like okay, none of yeah. what we were talking about so far lent to the topic today. But now that we're talking about Bonnaroo and Coachella, maybe. Yeah, close. definitely. We're talking about gentrification. Hell yeah. Yay! Woo! Loosely defined as me and Brett moving to your neighborhood. <laughs> hey. It mm. is big news these days. I mean, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Mostly because no one can afford to live anywhere anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the story that got me interested in doing this particular episode, because I just sat down yesterday and was like, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. And I was going through headlines and there are commuter buses in San Francisco getting attacked right now. The buses that take people from like Apple and Google,
2: specifically the the corporate owned, ones, the
1: corporate owned buses,
2: People don't know in San Francisco every single person works for a tech company and the right. big ones Facebook, Google, Apple, they're not based in actual San Francisco. So for their employees, they have a free bus that takes yes. them to from the city to, you know, Palo Alto or wherever yeah. their their headquarters are. And
0: it, they doesn't Facebook and a couple other is it all one bus to one company or I'm or not is
1: sure.
2: It, I'm pretty I don't sure
0: they
1: have they're different buses, and I think they contract them out, and it's one of, the, one of the issues people have in San Francisco is that these buses also use, like, regular bus yeah, stops. Yeah, the municipal bus stops. Yeah. And they have to pay mm-hmm. to be able to use the municipal bus stops. I'm sure the city's making a, a pretty penny. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A nice penny. But it's, it's because of those buses, that's kind of how... They're like a symbol of the anger yeah. of the change
0: in San Francisco's sort of...
1: And that, that's how the, the protests in San Francisco mm-hmm. around gentrification are normally... They're normally geared toward those buses. Yeah. Like, they're either at bus stops or it's about shutting down bus lines. And that's kind of one of the things we're talking about today is how different gentrification protests look in different parts of the country. Because it's uh, not always the same thing. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, like it's people fighting over the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's just
0: every. I think every individual city, especially in California, seems to choose its symbol for like encroach, like gentrification encroaching on their territory. So I know here in in L. A. It's the Artisanal coffee shops, yeah. that are the that are the line of defense, right? And this then is a
1: blueberry
2: muffin with fennel sausage.
0: It <laughs> a... sounds delicious. Yeah, it does sound. Yeah, right. sounds hard. Yeah, It's... <laughs> it's, it's and then and i know in the bay it's it's the buses and that cuz i i mean i've done some comedy up in the bay and it's a fa- it's a fascinating place to do comedy because um, everyone's really their quality of life is really really high the people who can afford to go out and do stuff at night and so their quality of life is so high that when you like tell a joke that has even a saddish tinge to it they're like Oh, <laughs> daddy, Facebook doesn't let that happen to us. No. <laughs> they get a little bummed out. And then and then on the, the flip side, like there are a lot of really angry people that can no longer live in the neighborhoods that attracted these goofballs. To right. The city to begin with, you know. So yeah. there's just a lot of a lot of uh, simmering rage. I'm not surprised somebody went went at a bus with a pellet gun. Yeah, and, there, and to be fair, it was just a pellet gun. Yeah, it was just. I a mean, pellet who pellet hasn't gun. been shot at with a pellet gun?
1: And there's no proof that it's not just a kid having fun with his pellet gun. Yeah, and just shooting the biggest targets that drive by every day. Some
0: people throw rocks at yeah. the buses. Yeah,
1: yeah, they they do. Most of the protests happen around these buses. It's very and, Game of
0: Thrones. Yeah, you know, like when it yeah. when the when the king is going through a, a neighborhood and then. The yeah. villagers just lose their shit all of a sudden. It's very Game of Thrones. Yeah. I like it. I was
3: just going to ask, do you guys think that maybe some of the anger is misplaced? Because Facebook, Google, and uh, Apple, they're not going anywhere. They're, they're no. there to stay. Yeah. It's, it's not really... I mean, they as a result of them being there yes rent is going up but they didn't they're not the ones setting the rent prices it's the people that own these buildings
1: right right and one of the one of the things that's interesting about San Francisco normally when you talk about gentrification it's people going in and mm-hmm. putting up new businesses or like renovating apartments to the point that right. people can't afford to live there It's not really that in San Francisco. It's just the rent going up, and the apartments are still trash. Oh, my
2: my brother lives up there, and you know he's paying huge, huge prices to to rent a room. And then you know the next year, once the lease is up, they'll get a new lease. The landlord will be like, "Oh yeah, your rent's going up." Yeah. 70% Yeah. 70% but that's, and I'm not making any changes to the apartment. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: but that's a good point. I don't know what
0: would the would it be a better trade-off for those tech companies to not be there? Well, some of them are moving down here to uh, Venice Beach. Yeah. It's becoming yeah. Silicon Beach. Mm-hmm. And also, like, a lot of that, that gentrification and that um, housing hike in, in Northern California, it's bleeding out to the surrounding neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oakland, for example, yeah. is just gentrifying rapidly. Yeah. And And Oakland, it's Oakland's a fascinating city, kind of like Long Beach, where it's aggressively like Long Beach basically reached a gentrification stat like stasis. It's Mm. still rent prices are still going up, but it was sort of a place that really kept its neighborhood identity. A lot of people like would buy shirts that said, we heart ghetto Long Beach. Like there's a real uh, love for the way that the city actually is. And I feel like Oakland has a little more of that, but it's just the housing prices, the, the way the neighborhoods are just changing overnight. So it's like yeah. where, do you, where do you get a good taco? Where where should get twenty four hour like tacos or Indian food in the middle of the night? Oh well, you got to drive a little bit away. That should not be an answer in Oakland. No, <laughs> that should no. not be an answer.
1: Yeah. So I lived in San Francisco <laughs> for about three months, and the only way I was able to live there. Uh, this writer friend of mine had a rent-controlled apartment that he'd lived in since
3: 1997.
1: Wow. And his rent was $700 a month. Whoa. And he wow. charged me 1200
3: What the fuck? Yeah. To and stay it, there? But
1: I mean, st- like 1200 at That's that time. not because, bad. Yeah, right now, average rent for a one-bedroom in San Francisco is $3,300. That is just...
0: That's insane. Bananas. How are the comedians staying up there? What are they, they doing? They must all live live together oh, like, in fucking
1: communes and things and like no. that.
0: They, <laughs> they, live they live in Alcatraz. I get it now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would live in Alcatraz. That'd be <laughs> kind of cool. The
2: genius who renovates Alcatraz into a tech, like it's a, a co-work space it's shopping.
3: Be, oh, my God. It's no, going to be no, the no, Kirshners. That out there. The
0: Kirshners go you in. You did this, Cindy. Good job. <laughs> they the create. <laughs> it's, it's jumbo on the water.
2: <laughs> the lofts at Alcatraz.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I'm That's, way into that. That's going to
2: happen. They keep
0: it extra cold
1: inside. Elon Musk hit me up. <laughs> Oh my god. Let's go gentrify Alcatraz. That'll be our new movement. Yeah, San Francisco, it's it's weird, but that's it's to be expected. If you've ever been there, there really aren't cheap areas to live. No. It's they're they're getting pushed further and further out. There aren't even cheap areas to park in San Francisco. Oh, my God. No, there are horrendous.
0: I once <laughs> to record a podcast in San Francisco, paid $35 to park on the street. Jesus I was like, you should have told me I would have taken the BART from the moon. I would have parked <laughs> at the moon and there taken you. the BART in.
1: When I lived in San Francisco, we had to park. Uh, we rented a parking space for $150. And to get to our car, we had to walk eight blocks, take a train, and then walk another eight blocks Shut just to get
3: to it. So might we never well well drove. Just park in up.
1: So, like somewhere else. We might as, as well just
3: park in San
2: Jose. Yeah, I mean,
0: we basically, basically did. Yeah. San Jose's going Even this, up.
2: Even this <laughs> the San Francisco 49ers are like, oh, we're just the San, San Jose 49ers now. We're, we can't afford to live in San Francisco. Yeah. The yeah. football team moved. Yeah. yeah. Raiders
0: yeah. are in Vegas
1: now. Oh, yeah, both teams.
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: gosh.
1: When does that happen? Is that next season? Uh, I, th- I think in two or three years I'm gonna miss the Raiders. Why they're I'm gonna,
2: gonna miss be closer us. and gambling adjacent? Oh yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm not
0: even a huge Raiders fan. Yeah,
3: it's got dollar signs in your eyes.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> a venture capitalist over here, looking to gentrify all sorts of things. Mm. Alcatraz, the desert.
2: I guess my fandom <laughs> is just more pure. The bro. desert
0: will never be ge- ge- like gentrified. No one.
2: It, no, yeah. It. The Las no. Vegas. Well, it's just it, they just keep expanding. Yeah. 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 You can't gentrify. Yeah, you, know, you can't gentrify an old neighborhood. Yeah, that's just, just keep polish on a turd up.
0: out there. That's <laughs> all that is.
2: Yeah. I have an idea. James Cameron, gentrify the Titanic. It's seven hundred cabins of sub-Atlantic real estate <laughs> in beautiful northern. Uh, Iceland. I don't know, know where it is. Somewhere up there. So
1: it would be like Snowpiercer, but we're all on a boat? Basically. But it's under. But it's, but it's it's all underground. It's all uh, under the water. Oh, you mean the actual sunken Titanic yeah,
2: that's yeah. still yeah. down yeah. there? Yeah. Oh, sure. Why does sure. James Cameron own he it? He loves the Titanic.
3: Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, big old bone for the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. that is true. Um, if we live in the Titanic, I call the car that Rose and Jack fucked in. That oh. my house. Oh, no. <laughs> man. The smell. I mean,
1: it smells the whole- like a skunk's asshole in there. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, that was a callback to you I getting skunked, Brett. Yeah, it's all right. So so yeah, that's what's happening in San Francisco. It's a little different in LA, mm-hmm. especially yeah. in Boyle Heights. There's been what's the name of the coffee shop? Is it like it's like Weird Waves. Weird waves. Or something. Yeah, yeah weird waves. Yeah. And and a lot of the protests have just been around this one.
0: Coffee shop. Yeah, and it's crazy because the Latino actually owns part. Yeah, of Yeah, third, third. Yeah, it's like a co-owner.
3: That's the, the guy who put up
0: the money for <laughs> put it. Put the money up for it.
3: And and that's a huge thing with a lot of the gentrification in LA, where it comes from, like these trendy coffee shops and restaurants. Mm-hmm. A lot of those are owned by people of color. So it's just kind of like, okay, do we do we punish these people for kind of like you know creating their own little being on the come up? Yeah. Essentially, like it's capitalism. I, that's where I have like the biggest. I guess issue with people being mad about gentrification. It's like, okay, wh- why should we be punishing POCs for, you know, right. just trying to make a living, trying to yeah. make a business? Because that's that's what we want. We want to see them succeed.
0: There's I have a show out in uh, El Sereno at the uh, Holy Grounds Coffee Shop, and El Sereno is just on the other side of Boyle Heights. Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful, actually, mm-hmm. and it's untouched territory. And the one of the guys who also. Uh, promotes out there his name is um mark alexander shout out um he he has lived in that neighborhood for a really long time and he actually went to weird waves and crossed the picket line and got coffee and i asked him why and he said here's the deal i really like i was really uh not a fan of when you couldn't go to echo park because people would shoot you Mm. it's kind of nice to live in a neighborhood where there isn't um, so much violence or where you can go to a grocery store. Because this neighborhood in El Cerino has no grocery. There's little bodegas and stuff here and yeah. there. And there's that coffee shop. But that's pretty much about it. And that coffee shop's worth going to. Everything they make is amazing. But it's really far off the beaten path and and i can tell that eventually it was so funny i my my uncle my dad grew up in Boyle Heights my uncle grew up in El Sereno and he came by the show one time and he was just like mia you should move to this neighborhood that would be kind of cool and i was like i think at this point i'd be gentrifying my own people and that'd <laughs> yeah. be so weird that's
3: kind of how i feel with a lot of that stuff too cuz like i i have a white boyfriend we live together i'm like is it gentrification if we move to like one of these neighborhoods where this is happening even though i'm mexican
0: i don't know yeah i mean the whole the whole white boyfriend thing. My boy boyfriend teaches uh tutor Spanish and so he's teaching me Spanish, so I think I'm officially gentrified getting <laughs> <laughs> my language back from him. <laughs> so Yeah, I read
1: in LA Times article, I forgot who wrote it, but it was an opinion thing on the weird waves mm-hmm. uh coffee protest. And they pointed out There's also a Starbucks in Boyle Heights. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that would probably be a better protest. That's the thing
0: to protest. That's the thing to protest. You know, it's sort of like... Uh they, they brought in a seven eleven and I did not I did not act. <laughs> and then and then they brought in they brought in a, a Starbucks and I said nothing. <laughs> and then there was a Whole Foods and I had no place to live. <laughs> you know, it's like Yeah. It's like calm down. But yeah, the Starbucks is really I've heard that I was actually listening to uh there's a really good KPCC uh piece on this Specific subject because Boyle Heights, like they'll they they have uh, signs in the neighborhood that are like, we don't want your art space here because people started to try to put in their like multifunctional art spaces. They were like, get the fuck out of here with this! Like, no, we want to, we still want to live in our neighborhood. They really decided that a very specific type of. I don't know if it's artists or what you categorize as hipster or whatever the Pasadena uh, flea market is. (laughs) Like, if that moves into your neighborhood, your neighborhood is lost. And so there's, like, some really active fighting against it. But I think there needs to be more rational discussion of, like, how about you do, like, um not that this is a a great example, because San Luis Obispo is definitely the whitest neighborhood, (laughs) the whitest city. Uh, Ronald Reagan... Ronald Reagan recommended it as a great college to send your kids to.
4: Oh <laughs> so shit. yeah. Yeah.
0: So Cal Poly Salem was supposed to be there. Um, but they actually have a no drive through policy in the town because they want small businesses oh. to survive. Uh that has never changed, but it didn't stop Chipotle from moving in and closing down my very favorite burrito shop across oh, the street. No. Did not change that. But it still staved off a lot of that kind of uh growth and um just overt corporate economics you know inundating a, a yeah. small niche town yeah so maybe there needs to be some city ordinances that you know kind of say like if you're gonna do this you're, or you can only have so many artisanal uh, fucking macrame shops per <laughs> block you know i don't know
2: my town where i grew up which isn't far away from here it also has a no drive-through thing but mm-hmm. I, there's still plenty to Get to like you can't drive you don't have to drive too far. Yeah. But they did allow very recently an In and Out to move in, but In N Out had to change their branding because the colors they, don't, they didn't want the red the garish red and yellow to be what seen from Where are you from? Westlake Village. Oh yeah.
3: Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I grew up in Moore Park, so uh, I've driven by that in and out. Yeah, so yeah. the in
2: and out is all sort of like brown. raiders it,
1: colors? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's a Jacksonville Jaguars colors. It's teal. No. It's it's all brown, very earth earthy colors and stuff. Wow. From the from the freeway when you, but when you drive in from the shopping center, I, on one side they do have the, the your red and yellow. Uh, but I
0: guess that's those are ordinances you can pass when you live in a really affluent city. Yeah, it is quite
1: affluent. Yeah, yeah. that that, and that—that's the thing. You pa- we'll talk about another one that's happening in Europe in a bit. But when you when you pass ordinances like that, also the argument from the other side is always, well, then you're just keeping people from investing in that neighborhood altogether. Mm-hmm. And right. I don't know if that's necessarily true. There can be a balance.
0: There has to I be think. some kind of like, balance, yeah.
1: Like, like you said, Chipotle can still move in; they just don't have a drive-through.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or whatever. why are we more
1: angry at Chipotle? I'm you angry at Chipotle. Food is bad; it kills people. <laughs> like every six weeks.
0: I will ne- R I P T. Alberto's San Luis Obispo burritos the size of a baby. I uh. will I will never forgive them for that because it was like the Chipotle moved in and I went to T. Alberto's. I went and got my little burrito and I was like, "How's it going?" They were like, "Chipotle's." killing our business and i was like Uh, no
2: (laughs) and chipotle's not good yeah oh man that's the thing in california is like if you want good people always you know when they visit they're like oh where can i get a good burrito and i'm like well if it looks like the dodgiest place in the world yeah and they sell a burrito that's the size of your forearm for four dollars then it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be have you
1: tried cilantro yet Cilantro no, Mexican oh, you Grill in me North about Hollywood.
0: It. You told me about it, Ooh, but I forgot. I'm a no ho person.
1: It's in yeah. a I think it's a Chevron gas station. Oh nice. But the the guy who started it is like a professional chef and he worked at this gas station for like 10 years and oh. talked them into letting him oh. open this
0: oh, my restaurant heart. and
1: the burritos are so fucking good.
0: And in North Hollywood. They are the
1: Best oh. damn burrito, cilantro a, Mexican Grill.
3: I have a place like that by by my house. It's in a Chevron, and they make
0: awesome yeah. Mexican food. So great! I love that North Hollywood. Basically, North Hollywood's in a Chevron. That's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's the thing. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, and that'll be interesting. Like rental prices, even where I'm at, and it is uh, it is just a it's half meth trailers and half you know half old cholo's, and it's still the rental prices are through the roof right now. Yeah, I'm crazy.
1: Well, that's the thing about Boyle Heights. It's one of the few places in L.A. that's still not that expensive. Yeah. And I think part of the thing is people just want to keep it that way. Yeah. Like there's um, I don't know what neighborhood Connor McSpadden and Keith Carey live in, but I can walk there from here.
0: Filipino town.
1: Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Connor McSpadden said the gangs in that area have taken to tagging apartment complexes and buildings just kind of keep people from renting there, oh, like really? to keep rent prices down, wow. which is like, mm, that's not a bad idea.
0: It's yeah. an interesting form of protest. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. There's also Austin, Texas, the Blue Cat Cafe. That's a, that's a more complex story. Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. The protests there started with a pinata company that was on, I think it was a pinata company. Okay. It was something like that. Yeah. Was on the parking lot that's next to the blue cat cafe and the a company bought the land that this pinata company was on and without telling the owners they just bulldozed the building so the two people who owned this business for years and years and years And uh, their lease was going to expire, and they were going to be kicked out anyway. Yeah. But this company had bought the land, and the same day they bought the land, or the same day they got permits to bulldoze the building, they got permits to throw a party for South by Southwest. Mm. And that was the whole reason they wanted this property. So they just bulldozed this business that had been there for years without telling the owners, and the owners just showed up to work and were like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. Whoa. That's fucked.
1: So the protests there are a little different.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's just pure evil. That's just some Grinch who stole Christmas shit. Yeah, because
1: no matter what the protesters do, they're not bulldozing businesses that people still are running and depending on for their livelihood.
0: Right. So
1: that's a whole different thing
0: oh, and God. it i was just in austin this summer and it is a lovely city and there's clearly a gentrified area and i did not stay in the gentrified area everybody's like what are you doing i was like the airbnb that was cheapest was right oh over. yeah and uh, it was kind of nice i took the bus system and i i really went out of my way to kind of like hang with the locals and it was, they were like, yeah, you should go up over there. And I was like, but really? And they were like, nah, you should go over there. That's that's better. And so <laughs> it was a really uh, fascinating city, but they were basically saying you know i was like why uh, austin's the city where i got catcalled so politely i was flattered <laughs> i was just walking along and i was like excuse me miss i couldn't help but ask this but uh do you happen to have a boyfriend i was like <laughs> I, do, I do and he said uh, and he said well uh thank you for your time have a wonderful evening and i was like <laughs> i'm gonna move to the city. <laughs> this is great. Um, Mama me, needs a ma'am, confidence boost twenty four seven. I
3: know.
2: Can you show me them titties?
0: Can you show <laughs> me them titties? Like, it was a really it was it was really sweet. <laughs> ah. So I was I was really uh, enjoying myself, feeling myself there, and I came back to LA. And I was like, "Why don't we all live in Austin, Texas?" But then I realized they were they're freaking out because they have tech companies moving in. It's the yeah. tech companies. When once the tech companies start moving in, you're you're, you're fucked, Boyle yeah. Heights. If if Google opens a satellite office, you're boned. Yeah. But uh, yeah. the tech companies started moving in, and they were panicking because people. Could not because also the way you know a lot of cities in Texas are set up like in a big circle, so all the highways kind of go around in a big circle. So having yeah. to move further and further out of that circle.
1: Yeah. The the thing about Austin and rent prices, the one of the things that bothers me about Austin in general. Is it's one of two cities in the nation? I bring this up all the time: Austin and Portland. Yeah, the two places where people tend to complain the most about people moving to their town and
0: yeah, townies are townies are fun. Yeah. For you. I was, I mean, yeah, I've been a townie in my life. The I thing about
1: Austin and Portland both at one point in the late '90s, early 2000s, they both passed resolutions that basically said if you put up housing you have no requirement to make any part of it available as low-income housing. Mm-hmm. Which is bullshit. Which is, that makes them the two cities in the nation that have that. Like, that's why in San in Santa Monica, all of those really nice apartments, like by the Promenade, if you look at those, there's units in there that are yeah. really cheap, but you yeah. can only make a certain amount of money yeah. to rent them. Their head home. Or, yeah, yeah, and it's mm-hmm. because of that. And Austin and Portland both did that because it was a time when they were like, oh, well, this is, like, a cool place and we can afford it, but we also don't want, like, the cool poor people moving in. (laughs) So let's just keep Austin weird. We
0: don't want those PCs or POCs coming in with their... And then
1: now that the tech companies are coming, they have nothing, there's nothing to save them from that because they... At one time, they were the ones that wanted to keep the poor people out.
0: What's going on with the protests? Are the folks like... They're. It's all
1: focused on the Blue Cat Cafe, okay. which if you're going to focus a gentrification protest anywhere, you probably do it at the coffee shop with cats yeah. living yeah. inside it. Oh,
0: yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Because that's, that's, that's a sign. A hel-
0: that's a health code violation. That's white
1: people planting their flag <laughs> in their <your> neighborhood. A- <laughs> it's...
0: Yeah, there used to be a uh, vegan restaurant in Long Beach that had a cat that lived in it, too. And I was like, I, I, I'm I, sure their food is good, but there's an animal living Just in that restaurant. a health score hanging <laughs> in the <laughs> window. Like, mm, I don't know.
1: Picture of the cat behind it. My cat <laughs> doesn't cat stay off the counter. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but the reason the protests have been centered there is because this blue cat cafe is on the same land that that pinata company was on. Yeah. But it's just, it's next door, and they built it after... They literally could
0: have shared the land, probably.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And because it, where that company was now is just this cafe's parking lot. So they they tore this company down just to throw parties at South by Southwest. Pave Paradise.
0: I was just yeah. going to say, Joan Baez has a tear sliding down her <laughs> cheek right now. Just like, no, the piñatas.
1: <laughs> it, so it's understandable why the protests are different there. But what happened recently is that cafe got vandalized. Okay. And the question is, did the protesters do it or not? Because they say they did not. And I have a very conspiratorial heart. And as soon as this cafe was vandalized, they basically glued the locks shut, which. Oh, that's all they did? I mean, it's not that bad, but also there were all those kitties in there that couldn't like no one could get to them. And they also like spray painted shit on it. But also, like, as soon as that happened, InfoWars showed up, like, all Alex Jones people. And the protesters were like, no, we didn't do this. Yeah. But now there's all these interviews where they're, like, talking to the owner of the coffee shop, but not talking to the protesters. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of getting blamed on them. But it's still kind of up in the air as to whether they did it. But now InfoWars is making it look like, hey, Antifa's killing white people and, Austin.
0: Listen, at best, they almost killed a cat.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, like, cause, cats cause I are like
1: say, surrogate white
0: people. I <laughs> worked in a, I actually worked in a business where we had cats living on the, but we were a pet store. We had cats that lived there. And, uh, and, yeah, you got to be able to get to the kitties because you never know who has thyroid medication. Because it's usually, yeah. if a cat lives at a business, it's a cat that's too raggedy to support. Like, it it has medication needs, generally. Yeah. So I, I understand that. I understand that. But I would say, I think what, what begs the question is, like, if civil disobedience is justified in a democracy, how much civil disobedience is justified when you're fighting capitalism?
1: Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. good question.
0: You know, because that's... That's the core of all this yeah that's it's just capitalism it's just capitalism and in capitalism without compassion one of the funniest things about san francisco i talked to somebody there who's a banker she's like you don't understand bank of america does a lot of good things for the community and i was like (laughs) oh i was like i'm staying in your very beautiful house and i'm not gonna flip this table over because it's more expensive than anything i own so i'm just gonna wait but like it it, there is at least in san francisco a veneer of altruism whereas yeah don't, like, South by Southwest bulldozing your buildings so they can have a party for a bunch of drunk buttholes that come here once a year. Yeah. And kind of, like, probably wreck the place a little bit. You know, the townies all just bunker down and hide. And then you, you you don't. Did they compensate that business in any way? They
1: did. Eventually, there was a lawsuit, and they settled with the business owners. Mm. But even then, I think like they that's should be such able. A harsh fucking story.
0: Yeah, the I think fact they should had to get to that point. Is just. Yeah. Yeah, I think they should be able to bulldoze a restoration hardware and put the pinata shop there. Then. Yeah. You know what I mean, or like someplace. Oh, that
1: they they did actually move the business somewhere like okay. not far from there. Good. But I think it was just that act, like the act of bulldozing someone's livelihood.
3: It's so cruel. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you can. Th- and, It also makes me wonder, though, what kind of protests were there around South by Southwest? Because do you like if you really want to like South by Southwest, don't forget, they also were like holding uh, if you were a performer who was coming to South by Southwest, they have a deal basically where you can only do certain shows and you can't do the shows that aren't promoted. And they're
0: and, For comedians, that must have been a, a law they violated immediately. Well, yeah,
1: that's Just, the thing. What they did is they threatened bans that were coming from overseas or uh, basically saying, well, one of the things we'll do is notify immigration that you're doing work illegally in the country in violating your visa, which... How fucking shitty is that? That's so gangster. It's and but no one really protested South by Southwest.
3: It, yeah, I, well, probably. It, well, it's
0: capitalism. It makes all the businesses there a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. And, and the you know Texas is a small. At least they don't brand- say Texas
2: is small. No, it's here. Texas <laughs> is the
0: biggest. They brand themselves as a small business friendly. Yeah. At least a lot of the people who vote there vote in favor of things that they believe will benefit small businesses and often don't. Well, <laughs>
2: Texas has historically voted for what they think is right but is actually
0: wrong. But it's yeah, very wrong, very wrong. And then we're like, we're underwater and everything's on fire. And we don't know what to do. Um but uh yeah, Texas is a is an interesting place. I I can't imagine you're right. They should have been protesting. But again, it's another one of those things. of like I, the festival came to my town and I said nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Like they were just like, cool, we're going to make a bunch of money. And they didn't think about the long term repercussions of how that might change the, the, the neighborhood itself. Yeah, You know,
1: it's like the Olympics of music coming to town.
0: Yeah. Basically, you know, and... there are real humans that live in Coachella and they have to deal with the oh, yeah. aftermath of that music yeah. festival.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Have you I, ever been to Coachella? I've never. I have.
2: And the one time I went, I actually, uh, my I, I stayed with a friend whose family owns two houses in Indio. Whoa. And uh, I got to stay for free at one of the houses. So nice. I no. That's
0: nice out there.
2: Portugal demands at Coachella this year. Oh, they're in the second line, bro. <laughs> yeah. They're Co- they're not headlining but they're like they're they're top billing they're, they're way the, up there they're the second largest font you could be
1: on the poster i thought of asking john if we could get into coachella but I'm also sure. i've heard him describe backstage at coachella and it sounds bad Are you, you don't want to i've been backstage at music festivals they're not there's not yeah it seems like it's going to be a bad just time just kind
0: of chaos and it's hot do you have but an it, in with portugal the man I oh. toured
1: with them last year. Oh, Can we yeah. talk for after this? Event? More than
0: yeah. friends, okay, I just of wanna... I just friends of the
1: podcast, they are good friends of the podcast. menches uh, of the podcast.
0: Bought... Beautiful
1: boys, I'd they're bought... so nice. They're the nicest each people in the each world. And oh, every that's
0: one. so good, yeah. and they're uh, very talented.
1: Yeah, yeah, very well, much. Just yeah they let success. me open for them on their. They did a club tour last sure. or a year before last. That I forget what year is it. It was 2016. Oh gosh, yeah,
0: that's amazing. Yeah, I'd gotten tickets to see them here in LA and. Uh, as a gift for my dude, and he got a stand-up date he couldn't turn down, so we ended up giving away the tickets, but he's a huge fan. He turned me on to Portugal the Man. They're so great. They're great very, band.
2: very good. Yeah. yeah.
1: They are.
0: Uh, yeah, we got to get back on track. Gentrification's <laughs> yeah. a Gentrification,
1: butter. Portugal uh, the Man just gentrified this podcast. They, ge- they <laughs> gentrified Top 40
2: Radio <laughs> with their hit of the summer. Feel it still.
1: Feel it still. Such great song.
2: Coming at you, Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> Let's she talk. might respond. Have you seen her Instagram? Oh, she, yeah. does. she responds to haters, and I can't get enough of it. I'm
1: sorry, Miss B.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'd be fine with her responding. That'd be great. That'd be oh great for all pops. So let's talk about Europe, because the gentrification doesn't just happen in the United States. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yay! No. I thought no. they had completed Europe, and that's how America started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It seems... We're, like, We're done gentrifying here. Let's move somewhere <laughs> else. Let's move somewhere else. <laughs> We're going to dump tea in the harbor. No, wait. <laughs>
1: There have been uh, some protests. There was one at a place called Serial Killer Cafe, which you protest that place just based on name alone because that's stupid.
0: Wait, who's... Oh,
1: serial killer!
0: Serial okay. killer
1: with a C.
2: So,
0: do they have cereal items on the menu, and/or do they have uh, letters from John Wayne Gacy? And per, like,
1: I think it's just the Both. bowls of cereal.
0: The cereal, just the bowls of cereal. Yeah. Th- Side, note, not, no went... <laughs> Side note: There's no murder clowns.
1: Side
2: note: That, that is disappointing. A... You're
0: Gah, right. If it was a serial killer themed cafe, I'd be like, "Why are we having this conversation?" Well, maybe I'm the for cereals it. are named after serial killers.
3: We don't
2: oh mm. John Wayne Cheerios. That's how yeah. That's how
3: I would market it if I was running that stupid business. Dommer Puffs. Honey
1: Bundy <laughs> of Oats.
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs> I like Side it. Side note, I went to a grilled cheese restaurant in Australia this most recent Christmas called Toast Faced Grilla. <laughs>
0: Really? Yeah.
2: That's great. That's really good. That's a
0: thing you do see with, uh, oh, a friend of mine, uh, shout out to Carlos Delgado. He told me that you can always tell you've reached end stage gentrification in a neighborhood when the Australians arrive. (laughs) And since he said that to me, it melted my fucking brain. I'm like, no, we were just walking around in Piedmont, which is like a a neighborhood in San Francisco or in uh, Oakland. We're walking around and I heard Australian accents and I was like, Babe, yeah. your city's over. <laughs> it's happening. LA it, is over. It's America. over. It's over. Australians are here. We're fucked. Like, they have all that disposable income. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. But, yeah, I, uh, let's see. Okay. Let's this see what's is, going on here?
1: This is a protest that happened at the Serial Killer Cafe in 2015. Look at all the torches. There are children eating at this place. It's a place that serves cereal.
0: Is this this Tiki Torch level of torches? No, I think
1: it's just people outside. And at first, I thought this was someone outside filming in. And I was like, man, it's really crazy in the Serial Killer Cafe. But no, these are people... Trapped inside. Basically trapped inside.
2: There's a man with like a skeleton bandana... And he appears to be spray painting or trying to spray paint the the front
1: glass. And this,
2: it looks like a... (laughs) uh, These are are black bloc
0: communists. These are people who go out and cause uh, property and damage and whatnot to protest. And they're basically
1: protesting this place because they see it as a symbol of income inequality because they sell cereal that's like 4 and 5 dollars a bowl mm-hmm. which
0: really that is a lot this. for cereal. That yeah. is a lot. That's a lot for a box of cereal. Yeah. Oh yeah. The they do they sell uh by the way Central Market by here in, in LA has glass. a, a PB and J stand? Do they? They do. Is it's that a peanut new? butter and jelly stand on the inside?
1: Wow, is that new? Where is it?
0: At Central Market.
1: Oh. oh, oh. Yeah.
2: Mm. Very close to
0: here. Yeah. That's Um, walking
2: distance. But also, that's something that you make when you have literally no other food. No money. And no money.
0: Same thing with cereal. Cereal's for, you know, cereal's for uh, poor people and for lowering your libido. That's what cereal's for. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's not for...
1: Although, I was at a weed festival in Santa Cruz one year, and a guy just came through the crowd selling peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but they were really cold, and whoa, mm, that, that guy a made a lot of money. Oh, yeah, he made a lot of money off me and Keith Carey.
3: Oh, yeah, it makes complete <laughs> sense because those ingredients are so cheap, so he's making crazy profits. K- a killing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He bought God. a
1: loaf of bread and peanut butter and jelly and then was selling them for like 250 each
0: to a bunch of high people. Wow. Yeah, it's a good he's business. very <laughs> How many did you buy? I
1: two. bought two. You
2: he's... bought
0: two. How many did Keith buy?
1: Uh, 24.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that guy
1: sells <laughs> two sandwiches,
2: he's already in the black.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: He wow, go for him.
1: So one of the things that they're doing in Europe right now, and I thought this is interesting. Another thing, there was a protest in 2016, uh, an anti-gentrification protest in Berlin, where 123 police officers were injured. Now that's the spirit.
0: Hell yeah. yeah Ooh, I love on. it when Europe yeah. goes off, because when they go off, they get serious. They They like, fucking get ne- after it. Never forget, we had two world wars here. We will fuck each other up. <laughs>
1: But they do a thing in Berlin. Basically, they started these I'm not going to nail the pronunciation of this. Miele Schutz. Oh yeah, the Mielschutz. You, Miel Sch- you know the meal you know, the Mielschutz. You just start the, the Mielschutz Miel Sch- Schutz Sch- and it stops the, gentrification. The, the Schutz. And it, it that's basically translated as social environment protection. But what they do in Berlin to fight gentrification Is, yes, it's allowed to some degree. If Like, you can come in and put your buildings and your businesses up. But also, if you buy a building where people live, the government can step in and say, okay, you cannot renovate this building to the point that it will price the current residents out. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. It would be... Wildly controversial. If someone tried to do it here, oh
0: yeah, oh, yeah. people would lose their yeah. minds
3: because that would go against the, the laissez-faire yeah attitude of business over here. Yeah, and
1: but it it seems to be at least kind of effective over there in that it's keeping you know big blocks of building which which are that's a big thing in Europe tenement housing and just big a uh, huge high-rise apartments where a bunch of poor people live. We have that here too. Yeah, in Berlin specifically, you cannot renovate those places and kick people out and I mean we could try it here
0: we could try I mean we do have some housing control we do have some rent control I live in a rent control building but I think our rent went up like 50 bucks this year yeah you know but they do have they do have something like that, but I do enjoy, I like that model. I think that that's responsible. I think the idea is, we have to remember that, I think there's an idea in our country that poor people choose to stay poor and oh, therefore yeah. if yeah. you can't afford to live here, go live where the other poor people live. Yeah, or live where the other garbage We Or just get
2: lives. a better job. Yeah, like, just get a better job. Just get one. Yeah, just go after yeah. one. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you just go do that? ask
0: for one. You go ask for one. When employers have routinely, I've I've heard this uh, from folks uh, that they've worked for companies where the names on the tops of the resumes, they said, don't bring anybody whose name is Jackson or Johnson or anything like Washington. that. Washington, Washington. Yeah, you know where those hiring practices. It, it isn't. Oh, uh, you can't get mad. You just you can't get mad at people for not being wealthy enough to afford the place they already live in. Yeah. You got to be able to, you got to allow, I think that's actually really responsible because it allows neighborhoods to change in a measured way where it's not just like all of a sudden you have an arts district. The minute they call something an arts district in your town, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, Once you have an arts district, it's a problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it does seem like a a measure that does allow for a balance of still investing in a neighborhood in a way that doesn't necessarily displace all the residents.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure the building owners hate it. Oh, yeah, what are for you gonna sure. Do? Did you hear any of those, um, any of the things that the uh, the tr- the Trumps did when they wanted to get people out of buildings and no. like, get used? That's not good.
1: I've read, I've read things about, like, slumlords, like saying, yeah. oh, we have to repair your front door. It'll be back next week. And now <laughs> you just don't have a front
3: door no, in your apartment. No, that's
0: terrifying. Yeah. Especially, like, in a place like New York. Or- yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. I don't know a lot about the way that a lot of European politics work. Do they not have as big of an issue with lobby lobbyists trying to get what they want over there? Cuz I feel like that's b- b- the biggest roadblock in right. in our politics.
1: Yeah, it's it's actually no, it's I I think it's not as big of an issue over there. Mm-hmm. The the governments there are more Especially if you're in, they, they have more representation. There's usually yeah. a lot of different right. political parties, at least at the like parliament level or whatever they call mm-hmm. their version of Congress or yeah. Senate over there. There's usually a little more representation. And you don't hear as much about lobbyists having an right. impact on foreign mm-hmm. politics. And I don't know why that would be. I don't know if they pass some sort of campaign laws at some point. Well, I feel like the
2: governments have a little bit more power in Europe for better or for worse, like in terms of speech isn't quite as free, but it seems like the only speech they really kind of buckled down on is, is Nazi speech. Yeah. But that's something that's that fine. I don't know if we'll ever see in our lifetime is the government saying, you know what? You can't you can't do this Nazi shit anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah. You can't walk down the street with a swastika sign yelling crazy things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh. I know. But for now <sighs> But for it's now fine Yeah
2: or today In today's New York Times Op-ed Maybe ban the Jews? Question mark Really? Y'all seen that today? No Today the New York Times Ran a series of op-eds From Trump supporters Instead of running op-eds From <gasps> their typical oh, good, group. Brilliant And one of them was like A small The title was like A small suggestion Ban the Jews <laughs> That is Brilliant. just a small suggestion
0: What a smart move to put. So small to print that and be like, oh, this is what you wanted? Is this what you guys want to read? You want to read this fucking yeah, garbage? That Here is you go. True. Like a- I
2: I think there's like a, a thing in I know we're running we're running long, but I think there's yeah. a thing in journalism where a lot of journalists or, or people or editors uh are like, Well, if both sides aren't mad at me, then I'm not doing my job right.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is insane. But maybe don't run the headline ban the Jews. Yeah.
0: Question mark? Mm-hmm because yeah. some of those people are not so Did smart it have like a little shrugging emoji like, yeah, at the
1: what?
2: end
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> stepping <laughs> <laughs> like, but i i mean as far as gentrification goes what what do you guys think is like the best solution or is this just gonna always be the way of the way of wealth and poverty the way it works in in capitalist countries
1: mm. yeah i mean it, it it's a thing it seems like there's never going to be a Perfect solution. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. Uh, and then also. God yeah. forbid,
0: not a final solution. No, definitely yeah. no fi- well, <laughs> final. Well, in solution. this country, it could be that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that could be what they go Small with.
2: Soul suggestion kill the Jews. Kill yeah. the Jews.
0: Uh.
1: But I mean, I do like the, the model they're trying in Berlin because I think that is a big part of it is it's fine if you want to invest in a neighborhood but let the people still live there yeah yes it's i think that's where it becomes an issue that's the issue in san francisco because in san francisco it's not like they love a fucking artisanal coffee shop hell
0: yeah they fucking
1: adore them but they also want to still be able to walk to them from their apartment and not have to live in marin county or wherever yeah
0: yeah way out in the middle of the sticks so
2: Marin it, County, we we good.
0: <laughs> That's very correct. Welcome
2: to my garage. How many cats, hey. Marin
1: County?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I think it. I I do like the the model in Berlin. I think making a point of still allowing some investment without displacing people. Yeah. Whatever can accomplish that. Yeah. I think would be the best solution.
0: I think I agree. Yeah, that's got to be. We
1: fixed it. We fixed it.
0: Hey, everybody. There's no more gentrification. No more gentrification. I wonder if Boyle Heights would actually, if somebody from Boyle Heights is listening to this, like, propose that at a city council meeting. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Like, why not? Get involved. Get involved. Don't just, like, you know, throw a rock through a business's window or glue cat's in, <laughs> you <know? laughs> Oh, glue kitties. Oh, no kitties. No glue you
2: know? kitties.
0: No glue kitties. You know, actually go to your city council meeting and see what you can do to, uh, you know, be a voice in your community.
1: Yeah. This was a, should we do comments? Oh, we uh, are. Hey. Yeah. It's uh, a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. <laughs> I want you to know that's not true. We call this segment Your Voice Matters where we read your stupid fucking comments (laughs) from the past few shows and respond to them
3: personally. Personally.
1: Oh. Fade it out, Brett. by that I mean just let it fade out naturally.
3: You're such a good piano player.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I also slide that piano out of my sleeve. Full size. Yeah. Inflates. Uh, Let's read some comments quick. Christopher Clark, this is uh, a comment from SoundCloud, says, God damn it, do not put Brett's Big Brother podcast on the Unpopular Opinion Network, because then I will listen to it, and then I'll have to explain why the hell I'm listening to a Big Brother podcast. Babies, 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 the new season of Big Brother is heating up in February.
2: (laughs) Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother hits Our screens, if you have CBS, everyone has CBS. It's free. Me (laughs) and my co-host, Danielle Gibson, are going to be doing a podcast today about celebrity big brother Charlie Sheen. The tiger's blood himself. Hashtag winning is rumored to be on this season. It's going to be good. You just Uh, came alive.
0: (laughs) You know that, right? Like, you're a different man right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's what happens when he talks big brother. Uh, Jack Watson says, David Cameron fucked the pig. But he was head of the conservative party, not labor. Also, he was two PMs after Blair. He's the one that looks like his face is made out of ham. Whatever. All dude. That clarifies. We it. just know one of your <laughs> fucking dudes fucked a pig. One of your politicians. Guess it was David Cameron.
0: I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. And then there's that Black Mirror episode, oh, which no, actually preceded put- the the story of him fucking the
0: really? pig. Wow. I heard he just put his, his wiener in a pig's mouth on a dinner table. It was like a suckling pig. That's what I heard. I don't think he suckled. I don't don't think he. I think he face fucked a dead pig. (laughs) (laughs) It's all bad. That's also bad. Unlike the Black
2: Mirror episode, which makes this delineation. I don't think David Cameron fucked a pig until he came.
0: Do you know how smart and strong pigs are?
2: No. No. He
0: would take. A lot. He didn't (laughs) fuck a pig alone, is what I'm saying. He he (laughs) fucked a pig with a few people.
1: Uh, Christopher Strange says 719-266-2837. That's the call in Oates number. Everyone familiar with call in Oates? If you ever huh. need to hear a Hall and Oates song?
3: Really? You
1: call that number, they got five options.
0: Oh. You can dial up
1: man eater, private eyes. That's the awesome. possibilities are endless. Well, there's in, five. In a but. world
0: where no one can afford to live where they want to <laughs> live, the call in Oates number is the most beautiful thing I've ever yeah. heard. Like, thank it's God. Really great. Thank God that exists. That's for fun and
1: for free. Bailey Wiggle says, "Also, Riverdale is a terrible show, and everyone should watch it. I can't get into it. I feel weird watching I'm it. A, I'm an adult man. I don't care.
2: Well, no, I know many adults.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's about that. It's like a teenager it's serial about Archie comics.
2: The Archie comics, but uh-huh. it's
1: like a gritty reboot of the Archie. Yes. Comics. I don't know
2: how much it has to do with the original Archie comics, other than the characters have that name and the sort of like triangle low triangle na- nature. Are like sort it's of honored. Like wildly Veronica popular. and whoever."
0: Yeah, it's wildly popular. They have like gangs and all kinds of stuff and like people are so excited they're actually tagging their neighborhoods with the gangs from Riverdale. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, come oh, come on. on. I know Pickle Rick <laughs> like or whatever the, the fucking uh, <laughs> Pickle the, Rick is around. Either, or in the, the shit about
1: that show.
2: In
0: well. the fucking come at me, bro. Uh, Yeah. What Szechuan sauce, you know? It's yeah. like people are starting to take it to the streets.
1: Fuck that Szechuan sauce. <laughs> Put your own soy sauce and sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> uh, Jared Camilleri, this is the last uh, comment we'll read. I love the frivolity that having the old crew back has brought back with them. Also in from Australia and cricket is rubbish. It's just a boring version of baseball, basically. That is correct. I would buy all that. Are you? Okay. Oh, where's
2: the ding? There
1: we go. There.
4: <laughs>
1: Did he say cunt? Oh, no, he didn't say No, Kant. I
4: just,
2: sometimes no. the ding is just to is to punctuate an affirmative belief. Oh, okay. Mm. buzzer is to
1: be like. Hey, or when people bad. say cunt. Oh,
3: yeah. They love saying cunt in Australia. It's like a term of endearment.
0: Yeah, That's literally my favorite word. It's the only word that upsets my, my stepmom. It's a great I'm word. I'm going to say right now cunt. Love it.
1: Yeah. We have a dinger for that when people say cunt. Perfect. Uh, so this was fun. We should wrap it up. What do we have to plug? This is coming out next week, so Dumb. I will... Uh, Come to the Darkest Hour last uh, or second Friday of every month at Westside Comedy Theater in Santa Monica. Come see me tell jokes of that, and come to our live podcast last Saturday of every month at the Hollywood Hotel. Anna, what do you got?
0: Okay, here's what I got. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at anna is fun. You can check out my show dates at annavalenzuela dot uh, I also have another podcast again, Twelve Questions and Bruhaha on the Unpops Network. Woo.
3: Oh, um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cindy Aravina Junior. And I, like I said before, I've got You Do What on Unpops and also Bruhaha. Oh, and I also host a twice monthly show at the Karma Lounge in Koreatown called Sets Tape. We tape comedian sets. Oh, for free. So come support. Nice service. Yeah, yeah. Comes support. very
0: nice. Oh, I have, I have a show in uh, El Sereno at that, that little place called Holy Grounds. Come to the come to the last ungentrified neighborhood in <laughs> Los Angeles to a comedy show, um, which I don't know if that's gentrification or reverse gentrification. I'm not sure if we're ruining the place or not. Hmm. But uh, we'll have our next show on February 6th.
1: Nice, Brett. You got anything to plug? Hey, Julie.
0: <laughs> hey, Julie. Hey,
1: hey Julie. baby
0: you want to check it
2: out? Yeah, download and subscribe and download it.
1: <laughs> We're going to get that on the network soon, too. I know. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Anna, say goodbye.
3: Goodbye. Cindy,
1: say goodbye. Bye-bye. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you.
2: I'm dancing a bristle
4: street, i